Yo, welcome in. Sports with balls. Here we go. On a Thursday. What's up, y'all? I'm Jeff Michael. Welcome in to Sports with Balls, episode 243. Yep. On this, uh, what we got, October the 26th? national day is it today uh, i'm not sure let's check october the 26th what are we five days away from halloween man wow national pumpkin day go figure i saw some pumpkins out today in the neighborhood already man i i, I live in one of those neighborhoods where i think there's four people Four, four total people that have put up decorations for Halloween. <laughs> We're going to have to go somewhere else this year to go uh, trick, or treat, trick or treating. How old, by the way, do you have to? I, I want candy. I know I shouldn't have it, but it sounds good. National Chicken Fried Steak Day, one of my favorite meals in the entire world. There's some places here, man, unbelievable, including Christian's Tailgate, who's a huge sponsor of this show. want to say thank you to them. Go to Christian'sTailgate.com. It is Chicken Fried Steak Day. Get over there. Grab your Chicken Fried Steak, one of five Houston area locations, or call them DoorDash, Uber, whatever you use to get your food. Go Get up there and grab some drinks. NBA started. Go watch some games. Great place. What else we got? Uh, National Day of the Deployed. Ah, that's a rough one, man. Rough one considering what's going on right now. Uh, there's some other weird stuff that I'm not really going to mention on National Days. But. This is Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. We got a great show. Great show. 30 minutes blasting through and uh, really hitting the hard topics. Going to get into the NFL Thursday night football game. Excited about that. I also have my top five and bottom five of the NFL. Top five teams, bottom five teams. Pretty interesting. I I'm pretty sure most people are around the same. It's just the order, right? Some people have number five and six kind of, you know, mixed up. But we'll see. I'll, I'll go over that. NBA. NBA is in full effect now. Victor Wembenyama with his debut last night. Ironically, I just read that Victor Wembenyama had the exact same stats in his Spurs debut as one Tim Duncan. Very strange. Stats, man. Stats. Crazy. What else we got? Well, maybe we'll get into Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. I doubt it, but we'll definitely hit on the World Series that starts tomorrow night. We'll go over that. I also have my bets at the end of the show. By the way, I didn't do the show yesterday. I had some internet issues, so couldn't do the show yesterday. Sorry about that. But if you caught the show Tuesday, I hit all four of those. I hit that four-leg parlay, so I uh, hope you guys got that in. Appreciate it. All you guys that are watching on YouTube, on Twitter, uh, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're watching or listening, man, thank you guys for joining the show. If you're listening to the podcast version, appreciate you tuning in. Go to Sports with Balls on any podcast arena if you missed any of the show or want to listen to the other shows. We got Kevin Anthony in, as always. Go Cowboysly. Cowboys anxiously waiting to see what NFL trades will happen in the next few days. Yeah, we went over that a little bit Tuesday. I'm hearing Derrick Henry to one of two or three teams, one being the Baltimore Ravens, one being the Cleveland Browns. Interesting. The Tennessee – let's go. Let's just go. All right. <laughs> Kevin Anthony, we'll just jump into this. The Tennessee Titans, by the way, are in an absolute fire sale. 
If y'all haven't seen what's going on with them, it is unbelievable. Absolute fire sale. They're getting rid of everybody. And Ryan Tannehill's not starting this week. The Tennessee Titans are basically going for a rebuild. And they're going to start their rookie QB from the University of Kentucky, Mr. Will Levis. Will start this weekend. And they'll have uh, Malik Willis on um, as the backup, I guess. The Titans are in a rebuild. They are really letting go of everybody. Absolutely everybody is on the trading block for the Tennessee Titans. And we're talking Derrick Henry. We're talking Hopkins. We're talking defensive players, offensive players. They are, they want draft picks. And look, in this top-heavy draft, I don't blame them. Right now in the NFL, I think this week there's seven quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks that's, that were day one starters that are not playing. I think seven, maybe eight quarterbacks that were day one starters in the NFL that aren't playing. That's one-fourth of the league or one-third of the league. That's crazy. But that's what the NFL is. Backup quarterbacks. I didn't even know, like, like, Brian Hoyer? Who knew that dude was still in the NFL? Had no clue. Had no idea that guy played in the NFL. That was insane to hear last week. <laughs> so backup quarterback positions, obviously very, very fruitful in the NFL. Always got to be ready. But we got a game tonight, the Buccaneers at the Bills. The line right now sits at Buffalo minus nine and a half. Give me Tampa Bay all day long. This is a massive, massive game for the Buffalo Bills. They cannot lose this game at home. Four and four is way different than five and three. I don't know why this line's minus nine and a half. Buccaneers are three and three. They're two and zero oh on the road this year. They're pretty damn good. I have them in my bet, which I'll go over at the end of the uh, at the end of the show here. But man, Tampa Bay's a decent team. I like the way Baker's playing this year. Gritty Baker Mayfield. I don't I don't necessarily necessarily care for his antics a lot of the times, but Baker Mayfield's not too bad. And Josh Allen. Let's be honest, guys. He hasn't performed well in the last in big games in in, in general. This is prime time, Josh Allen, what are we going to get? And it's not against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is against a decent uh, Buccaneers defense. I'm worried about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in this game tonight. Nine and a half? Give me nine and a half all day long. I'm already taking it. Buffalo Bills sitting four and three. They're three and one at home. They just lost to New England. They squeaked by the New York Giants the week before that. The week before that, they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then, of course, you had that 48-20, to their Super Bowl of the year so far, the 48-20 win over the Miami Dolphins. But the Miami Dolphins now haven't beaten anybody as we've seen. So I think the, this, this is, I think the Buffalo Bills are a run-of-the-mill team. I think they're just an average team with a really, really hyped-up quarterback. And Josh Allen... If you stack, stack compare him to anybody, it's, I mean, average quarterbacks. I think Tannehill probably had more better numbers. I know Kirk Cousins does. And he has Stephon Diggs. He's got a great receiving core. Great Dawson Knox. He's got great uh, tight ends. Is it the offensive coordinator? Is it, 
Is it Josh Allen? I don't know. But if they don't perform well tonight and they lose this game, again, the Buffalo Bills are just your average team. This is a huge game for the Buffalo Bills, especially at home. They cannot afford to lose this game. They go 4-4 four and, four and and lose another game at home, and that AFC, you're in trouble. Dolphins are 5-2. and two. The Jets are still 3-3. Three and three. That's surprising. And Baltimore, who's come on, they're 5-2. and two. Pittsburgh Steelers, 4-2. and two. Cleveland Browns, 4-2 and two with a great defense. Jacksonville, 5-2. and two. Dare I say Houston Texans, 3-3. Three and three. Look, if Buffalo loses and they go 4-4 four and four and Houston Texans win this week, Houston Texans have a better record. They're 4-3 and percentage-wise. Then the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen led Buffalo Bills. So Bills Mafia, y'all better be out in full effect tonight because that Tampa Bay team is going to be ready. I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay plus the nine and a half points. Let's see what Tampa Bay's done. They got, uh, well, they lost to Atlanta. Tough game. Then they lost to Detroit. Detroit's a pretty decent team. They beat New Orleans. It's a pretty decent team. They lost to Philadelphia. They beat who they should have beat this year. I don't think they should have beat Detroit. They're a 500 team. They're exactly what they are, 3-3. Three and three. But they're a tough 500 team. So I wouldn't overlook this game. I'm definitely not giving, uh, giving up nine points. So give me Tampa Bay plus the nine points. Good luck, Buffalo. you got to win this game. You have to win this game if you're Buffalo Bills. All right, time for the top five, bottom five in the NFL, according to Jeff Michael and Sports with Balls. So here we go. Let's start off with the bottom five. Number five, the Tennessee Titans, who I just mentioned, and are they're on a fire sale, on an absolute fire sale. They're on a, they're on a rebuild. Why not throw Will Levis in there? Why not see what you got? Derrick Henry's not running that well this year, or the offensive line just isn't blocking that well, one or the other. They just don't have it together this year. They don't. They're throwing it out the door. The Tennessee Titans are joining the draft, along with five or six other NFL teams, and they're going in order. The next team that's joining the draft with them, the Arizona Cardinals, who, by the way, have Kyler Murray, Murray practicing in full now. I don't know if he's going to play. I have no idea if Kyler Murray is going to play. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know if you throw him out there. I don't know what Arizona's doing. I don't, who knows? Nobody has a clue. James Conner's hurt. I guess you just throw him out there and hope for the best. I have no clue. I know the guy wants to play. He's an athlete. But I don't know what they're doing. Definitely, look, if you throw him out there and he wins you two or three games, you that might cost you. Cost you a lot in the draft. But if he's healthy, can't afford to sit him on the bench. So we'll see. Arizona's number four on my bottom five. Number three, the Chicago Bears, who now have their rookie sensation quarterback in there. Oh, my gosh. I, I saw a meme today that had, um, that had Justin Fields out of Chicago next year. I, and I was just absolutely blown away. The preseason hype for Justin Fields was unbelievable. It was, it was phenomenal. People thought he was top five quarterback in the league. And he's had a couple of good games, but he's not top five. Come on, guys. Justin Fields is a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Like, that's, that's exactly what he is. He's got, he doesn't have the accuracy. He doesn't really have – well, he's got a little bit of the arm strength. He runs pretty well. 
But Justin Fields is a poor man's Jalen Hurts. And he's hurt. Now you've got now you've got your backup quarterback in there for the Chicago Bears and a guy that played no Division One college football. I mean, it is what it is. Tyson Baggett, Badgent, Badgent, Tyson Badgent. Nathan Peterman's after him. Look, I hope this kid Tyson goes out there and blows it out the door. I do. He played good last week. It's a great feel-good story. Uh, Chicago's just sort of biting their tongue right now. I think that they're playing for the draft as well. There's no, look, this year's draft is amazing. I understand why all these teams are tanking, but it's pretty embarrassing for football. Chicago Bears hit my number fourth worst team in the NFL right now. Number three. Uh, let's see. No, that was the third worst team. So number two, it went, it went Tennessee, then Arizona, then Chicago. Number two is the Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah, they got a win last week. I, <laughs> this is a hard football team to watch. And they're on a fire sale, too. They're trying to trade everybody. They're going for the draft. Russell Wilson, I said week eight. Here we go. This may be his worst. If he has a bad week, I mean, what do you do? I guess at this point, you don't bench him. You just let it go. Let it play out as it may because you actually you look like you're trying to win when in reality you're actually trying to lose by leaving him in because you're playing for the draft too. That is 100% already noticed by everybody. Denver Broncos are my number two team uh, in the NFL, number two worst team in the NFL, and the number one team, of course, Carolina Panthers, but everybody expected that. Give them a couple years. They'll be all right. Denver's a mess. Chicago's a mess. Arizona's a mess. And now we find out that the Tennessee Titans are a mess as well. All right, top five. Top five teams in the NFL. Number five, the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to leave them in the top five. I know a lot of people were upset because, well, they haven't beaten anybody. And that's true. They really haven't. They're a track team, and they got manhandled by a really physical Philadelphia team. They didn't look good. They don't look like they belong in that top tier with Philadelphia. So I have them at number five. Number four, San Francisco 49ers. I'm not dropping them out of the top five. I know you guys think Brock Purdy. There's a lot of bad, bad, I guess, memes and, and thoughts about Purdy out there from, from the haters. Look, the guy's a winner. He has one. He was hurt. And you know what he got hurt on? You know what play Brock Purdy got hurt on? The tush push or the brotherly shove. Did you see the video? You had a linebacker come in there as he's trying to go through the line and absolutely blow Brock Purdy up and caused a concussion. And now Brock Purdy, for, for what it seems like, is not going to play this weekend because of a tush push. And you guys are all like, oh, it should be legal. There's nothing wrong with it. Ah, that's what's wrong with it. So they're number, they're number three on my list. Let's see. I'm sorry. They're number two. So I went Miami, San Francisco. Number three moved up a bunch. Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. They just look good. But they do this every year, right? Like Halfway through the season, we're always talking about Lamar, the MVP. Baltimore looks like they could be a Super Bowl contender. And then guess what? Lamar gets hurt. Something happens. And then, boom, Baltimore, Baltimore falls right back into the middle of the pack. And they're not a contender anymore. It happens every single year. Will, will Lamar Jackson finish the season? No. Odds are he is not finishing the season under quarterback. And if Lamar Jackson is not under there, you can forget about it. 
as at most NFL teams, but especially in Baltimore. The, the offense is geared for him. You can't plug and play. That's not a plug and play offense. It is Lamar Jackson's offense. If he's hurt, that's it. Now, have we seen him throw the ball a lot more this year and not take off and actually be, be safe? Yep. Maybe he's learning. I'd love to see a healthy Lamar in the playoffs. A healthy Lamar in the playoffs. That's fun. That's fun football right there. Give me a healthy Lamar in the playoffs. That'll spike your ratings in the NFL. I'd rather see that than a mediocre Houston Texans team or a mediocre Falcons team who's four and three. I'd much rather see the Baltimore Ravens in there. So Baltimore hits number three, number two. Number two and number one, depending on where you live, Kansas City and Philadelphia. Y'all can switch them however you want. Those are the two best teams in the NFL right now. The model of consistency is the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to say it over and over and over again. I don't know why y'all cannot find uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and, and guard him. I, I, I can't figure it out. I don't know why there's no defense against Travis Kelsey. The guy is wide open every single Sunday. It is unbelievable. He's huge. And he gets 100-plus yards a game, especially when his girl Taylor's there. He's, there's, no, there's nobody within 5 to 10 feet of him. A double-team Travis Kelsey, let, let the other guys beat you. Like, defensive coordinators, I don't know where your schemes are when it comes to playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, this is unbelievable. Guard that guy. So, KC and Philly are the top one and two. Put them wherever you want. They're just both really, really good football teams. They've got great offensive coordinators. They've got great defensive coordinators. Kansas City is in the top five in defense and top five in offense. That's a tough team to beat. They're going to be there. They're going to be there. Uh, uh, just a good, good football team. All right. That wraps up the NFL section here on Sports with Balls. If you guys missed anything, type in Sports with Balls in your podcast arenas. Uh, it's on everywhere. There's 243 shows now. Lauren Leal's with me a lot of the time, but now. She went off to bigger and better things, and I've got this show by myself. So I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. Welcome in. Uh, this next segment brought to you by Mark Thiessen and Thiessen Law Firm. Go to thetexastrialattorney.com. This guy's amazing, 713-864-9000. In fact, just go follow this guy, Mark Thiessen or Thiessen Law Firm. Dude, his videos are hysterical. He, he specializes in DWIs, in cases like that. Man, it, it's unbelievable. Go follow this guy. Go to Thiessen Law Firm or go to thetexastrialattorney.com, 713-864-9000. In fact, I got one of his, uh, his T-shirts right here, but I didn't want to uh, Pat McAfee it because it is a tank top. <laughs> but the NBA started, and all the hype of the NBA is around you-know-who, Victor Wembenyama. And I get it. The NBA is looking for the next LeBron James. They had they had MJ, then they had to struggle a little bit, then they got LeBron. Um, you know, I hate when they – there's so many people trying to – Derrick Rose kind of got labeled. John Morant got labeled. All, they try to label these guys until they find it. It's like, oh, this one's it. He's, he's the next one. He's the next one. That's a lot of pressure for these guys. I get it. Victor looks great. Victor Wembanyama looks amazing. But at 7'4", whatever he is, a wingspan of like 10 feet, how hard is basketball? <laughs> Man. I mean, it's just, he, he looked great. He had the exact same stats last night that Tim Duncan did in his debut for the Spurs, which was pretty cool. 
I think he scored 15 points. He was six for nine, I believe. Let me check. Women, yeah, 15 points. Yeah, six for nine. Uh, three for five on three-pointers. I don't really know if that's what you want. He's listed as the center, <laughs> and he should be, but he, he shot five three-pointers. He was three for five, but is that what we're doing? Are seven-foot-four guys jacking up threes now? Is that the NBA? I posted a meme on Sports with Balls. And by the way, go to Sports with Balls on all your social media channels and uh, check us out. Man, great, great banter. But I posted something about, like, what's more impressive, like Spud Webb Duncan or, or Victor Wimbenyama shooting a three-year. It's just, you like athleticism. And I'm not saying the guy's not athletic. It's seven, you have to be that tall, but it's not hard to dunk. Like, I, I think I'd rather see him shoot, you know, 50-foot bombs than dunk. Dunking for Wimbenyama, I think he was doing that when he was seven years old. From the looks of it, it's not that hard. But it took away all the hype. The Spurs played the Dallas Mavericks last night. It took away all the hype of a guy that had a 30-point triple-double in the opening game of the season and Luka Doncic. All we could talk about is Victor. And Luka's over there with a 30-point triple-double in the opening game, and he looks like he's in playoff form, man. Amazing. Luca had, where are we at? 34, uh, 34 minutes. He was 13 of 25. Three for 11 on three-pointers. He's going to shoot better than that. And he had 33 points. By the way, Victor Wimanyama's plus-minus was zero. Not too bad. Uh, Kyrie Irving played pretty good as well. He was 10 for 24, 22 points. Luca and Kyrie, both Hall of Famers. Spurs just kind of getting it together. Spurs had a starting lineup with nobody under six foot eight. Holy, you know what? That's unbelievable. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship this year, but if they uh, keep going with with with, <laughs> with what they have, I, I I believe the Spurs are going to do very well. I do. The NBA has kicked off. What else we had last night in the NBA besides Victor Wimbanyama? That I mean, obviously that's the uh, big story. Pacers won one forty three to one twenty over the Wizards. Kristoff uh, Porzingis made history in his debut with the Boston Celtics, scoring thirty points. First player to ever do that in their debut with Boston. They beat the Knicks one hundred eight one hundred four. The Houston Rockets. This is an interesting story, guys. The Houston Rockets are very interesting. They had to let one of their players go for some domestic violence stuff. They've, they, they've drafted all of these rookies. They've gone through coach after coach. They thought they've got a bunch of young talent, but it just seems like nothing is coming together for them. I can't imagine the Houston Rockets again playing for the draft. It's like how many years in a row are you going to screw this up? They got a new coach now. They're a young team, but we've been saying that for years with the Houston Rockets. They got destroyed by the Orlando Magic. And we don't know. It's early in the season, obviously, game one, if the Orlando Magic are worth anything. But they lost 86 to 116. Man. Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Bulls 124-104. Pelicans and Zion. You know, I'm praying this guy stays healthy. His off-the-court stuff is, is, is a lot to handle. But, man, is he awesome to watch. He's, he's a phenomenal talent. Holy crap, man. That guy can flat out jump through the roof. 
I hope he stays healthy. I hope his off-court stuff isn't as bad as it seems and he can kind of straighten that up because this kid can play ball. It is fun. He is must-watch TV. He's just as exciting as Ja Morant, 100%. And Ja Morant, for a little bit, was must-watch TV until he wasn't because of his off-court stuff. Zion Williams, is he's, he's phenomenal. The dunk he pulled off last night, Zion Williamson is must-watch TV. So I hope for the Pelicans and for the city of New Orleans that he stays healthy. They won. Good for them. The NBA is back, and so you'll have it on a nightly basis. Gambling-wise, who's playing tonight? There's two games tonight. 76ers at the Bucks, Suns at the Lakers. I've got the Suns plus five and a half over the Lakers. Uh, look, Anthony Davis didn't even score a point in the second half this past game. I, I The Lakers are, are going to Laker it up. I heard rumors of James Harden going there. Please make that happen. Please, if there's a if there's a sports god in the world, so that is content for the entire NBA season. Please trade James Harden to the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh my gosh, that would be phenomenal. So Suns at Lakers, Lakers minus five and a half. Give me the Suns plus five and a half. 76ers at the Milwaukee Bucks. And you know who? Dame Lillard's debut debut in Milwaukee with Antetokounmpo is going to be phenomenal. It's Milwaukee minus six. I'll take it all day long. 76ers have too much off-court stuff going on. Joel Embiid's a badass, but I don't see them hanging with the Milwaukee Bucks, Dame Lillard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That team, woo, that's a fun, that maybe must watch TV too. I'm going to watch it tonight. I don't usually watch NBA games. Not until the end of the season, at least, because they rest. But now there's rules. Can't flop, can't rest. The NBA went back to... Uh, <laughs> The original all-star game form, which is fantastic. So 76ers at the Bucks, Suns at the Lakers. Give me, in fact, let's just talk. I'll just do it. Well, I'll wait. We'll do my bets here in a minute. Because uh, right now we got to talk about the Major League Baseball World Series that kicks off tomorrow night. I'm not going to say too much about it. I mean, look, Diamondbacks and Rangers. I think this is going to be a fantastic baseball series. But nobody's going to watch it. Let's just be honest. I don't think too many people are going to have eyes on this. In fact, I just posted something on uh, Sports With Ball's page on Facebook about Major League Baseball and the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers and Minnesota Vikings Monday night football game this past weekend, which also had Game 7 of the World Series in it, Blue, it more than tripled the TV ratings the Monday Night Football game did. Then the Astros and Rangers, game seven of the ALCS. More than tripled the ratings. You're not going to beat football. And then you add in, you know, the Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers on a Friday night. I'll have it on my TV. But you're not watching pitch for pitch. Let's be honest, unless you're outside of the city, or, or inside of the city of Dallas and or Phoenix, which, by the way, why are they named the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks? Why isn't it the Dallas Rangers and the Phoenix Diamondbacks? I don't know, man. That's for another discussion. But outside of those cities, who's going to watch this? I think it's going to be a great series. I think it should be fun. I hope it goes seven games. But I don't think a lot of people are watching this. I don't. Kevin Anthony chiming in, as always. <laughs> 
F the Rangers. <laughs> Never forget what they did to us in 2017 with Hurricane Harvey. Of course, he's speaking of uh, Houston, the hurricane that hit Houston. They wouldn't let us use their stadium. Houston had to travel to Florida for home games. Yeah, I remember that. We'll see. Very interesting. Very interesting series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Will there be a lot of eyes on it? Probably not. But that starts tomorrow night. Zach Gallen versus Nathan Evaldi. Uh, give me the first game to the Rangers. We'll talk about that tomorrow, though. All right, bets of the day. We just got into it a minute ago. Give me the Suns plus five and a half. The Phoenix Suns will play tonight. So I like the Suns plus five and a half. Also, NCAA football. Virginia Tech plays tonight. Give me Virginia Tech minus three. They've had a pretty hard season, and they're a pretty good football team. They're three and four, but they're two and one in the ACC. They're playing Syracuse. I like Virginia Tech minus the three. The, the Phoenix Suns plus five and a half. Thursday night football. Give me Tampa Bay plus the nine and a half. And also, if you want to pile on, take the Milwaukee Bucks tonight too. So that's your 14 parlay. Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns, Virginia Tech, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover. I don't know if they'll win. Huge game for Buffalo tonight. Huge game for their season. And Josh Allen. But I like Tampa Bay plus the nine and a half. And any NFL game close to 10 points or more, especially a 500 team like Tampa, I'm taking it. Got to give a shout out to a couple of people before I get out of here. Number one, Christian's freaking tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. This place is unbelievable. Award-winning food, drink specials, beer pong, all 40-plus TVs. Great place to watch all your events. It's an amazing, amazing venue. Order food from Uber Eats or wherever you're getting your food from. Also, Thiessen Law Firm. Follow this guy, man. His videos and his law firm are absolutely phenomenal. Thiessen Law Firm. Go to thetexastrialattorney.com. The 713-864-9000. Specializing in Texas and Colorado. All right, guys. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., same bat time, same bat place. I'm Jeff Michael. See you later.